Hi, this is going to be the Bitochen Podcast number 21, and it was actually a live share that I gave to the women's group of the Bitochen, the Bitochen group, and unfortunately I did not film it, so from here on in, it's going to be just a static picture. I called my Rosh Hashiva about, a, about an hour ago, 45 minutes ago, to ask him, you know, any thoughts to share with the group. I told him I was going to be leading this group. And I'll tell you exactly what he said. Um, and I'll, sh- I'll also try to share a few other thoughts that I've heard from him, and maybe a few of my own. Um, specifically, he said, it's an amazing thing that's going on here with the corona. Um, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is clearly saying that he is there. And with all of our... Uh, all of the all of that which we've built with the money and the desire for for so many things, the skyscrapers in Manhattan, with all of that which we've built, um, Hashem can swoop in in any moment and shut it all down. People are losing millions and billions and trillions of dollars, and Hashem is saying, "I'm here." And. Uh, he told he. It's a story I've heard from him many times. He told a story about this uh, this man who who had just lost his daughter, the, his teenage daughter. I believe she was uh, maybe late teens, and she had died in a car accident. But the thing was that all of her friends were in the car. The car rolled over. All the other all the other kids in the car uh, came out without a scratch. She was in the safest seat in the car, in the back seat, in the middle, cushioned by her two friends, and this girl. I passed away, and um, and the guy said, the father of this girl said, you know, Hashem took my daughter, uh, clearly took my daughter, and, and um, so my Rosh Hashiva asked him, does that, does that comfort you? Is that comforting to know that? And he said, no, it's not comforting. He was not comforted by that. He was, he was angry at Hashem. But my Rosh Hashiva was trying to bring out from that that um, Hashem is clearly doing this. It's very open, clear, and obvious, and um, and it should give us chizik. It should strengthen us to know, the fact that we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who's doing it, and we are all affected by it. Um, and, I mean, in, in my in my thinking, you know, it's, it's like a very interesting and funny situation, because the fear, everyone's afraid of getting corona, I mean, the, the fear is founded for people really over... 60, 70, that's where the, the problems really are in people with specific background issues. So the fear, you know, for our kids at least, um, but for us even, is, uh, is not so much, is not so much founded, um, you know, it's, it's more of a fear for my parents and a fear for my Rosh Hashiva. I called him to ask him how he's doing. Rosh Hashem, he's doing well. But, uh, but the fear for us uh, is definitely more directly. Uh, you know, I've had many, I've had many. Uh, I shouldn't say many. I've, I had a major job I'm supposed to have over Pesach, uh, which w- would have covered all my Pesach expenses, which was canceled. And now I have a shalif. I have to return the deposit, and uh, so it's more of a financial issue. I think directly right now for this moment for most people, and also you know the nisayan of having all of our kids around is certainly. No easy challenge, but but uh, the bottom line of it is, and what I understood from Rosh Hashiva is that it's we are facing off with a personal 
Nisayon. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing this personally, and so we need to each ask ourselves, what is Hashem trying to say to me? This is a personal, clear HaKadosh Baruch Hu coming in, Bashgacha Barura, very clear uh, to show us that He's, first of all, He's involved in our lives, but but specifically that He he wants us to wake up. He wants us to wake up. And uh, my Rosh Hashiva's suggestion was to focus, to try to work on brachas with kavana. That's what he said. We say the brachas to think about the words that we're saying, because if we're if it's about Hakadosh Baruch Hu's specific hashgacha and it's specifically you know, shaking us up and, and asking us to connect to Him, so then the, uh, the brachas are certainly an opportunity to do that uh, consistently. So that's what my Rosh Hashiva said. And um, now a few thoughts. A few other thoughts. One of the things I heard from from my Rosh Hashiva um, in the Shurim, you know, is that is that Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu, you know, he was talking. I, I'm listening to Shurim that I heard 20 years ago about Bitachin when I was sitting in the room, and uh, and I, I remember so much of it because it was very profound. It was very profound. He would say things like, "One day you'll you'll have this thought." And you'll think that you thought of it on your own, but you're just going to be remembering something that I'm telling you now. And then he go on to say whatever profound thought. But one of the profound thoughts that he said is that, you know, when you're a bacher and you're listening to a shir about bitachin, so you may or may not have to work on that. It's like, I, you know, I talk a lot in my house about bitachin, and uh, my son, Moshe Dov, who's... Turning seventeen, he's like, yeah. What? What's? What? How do I work on this? Because he's, you know, he's also interested in, in Musar and in and in Bitachin and, okay, he has uh, his entrance exams into Yeshiva Gedola coming up, so he has an opportunity to work on it. And thinking about Corona, we have an opportunity to work on it. But for the most part, until until this thing has, you know, come up for us, it's it's been, uh, it's been. Pretty, pretty much for for a bacher at least, not not that much to work on. There's somebody who's unmuted. If you don't mind to just mute yourself, thanks. So, um, so, but but the thing that he says is that when we work on bitachon, when we work on the bitachon in in a time of an irregular time. So once we've gotten used to mulling it and chewing it and and working on it in regular times, so. The opportunity comes along, which is a more of a challenging time, and then we already have the tool. We have the tool in our pocket to be able to use it. And the story he tells is how uh, his his Rebetzin, uh, Rebetzin Shani Pear, asked her father, Rebbe Nekritz, who was a Navardiker, a major Navardiker, who was Rosh Hashiva Beis Yosef, which was Navardik in, in Brooklyn, and you know it's Yadua, it's well known in Adar, so they would work on the the Mida. Of like Kamvelayza, Mordechai didn't get up, but he didn't shake when when Haman passed by. So they would work on this midah, and they would walk into a uh, uh, you know a store that sold nails, and or they would walk into a bakery and they would ask for nails, or they would do the opposite, whatever. They would they would do something unusual and difficult, and the reason that they did it was to, in order to be machazik themselves and being able to go against the tide. And so uh, she asked her father, like, what was the purpose of that, like, like. Okay, so you did that then, but like, what was the point of it? And he said, once you have it in your back pocket, you can pull it out whenever you need it. It was to be able to to be to 
inculcate into oneself the ability to have that midah, to have the ability to stand up, to stand against the tide, and I can pull that out whenever I need it. And we've worked on bitachin here, and this is an amazing thing. I, like I really feel this, and maybe you guys feel it too. But um, you know, I started pretty much at the same. I mean, I've been listening to the shiurim for many, many years, but focused every day working on bitachin. I started about a little bit more than a year ago when I started, whoa, okay, when I started that, uh, the Bitochen podcast, and, and I feel like a Kodesh Baruch who set us up, I think, I think that he set us up with the tool to be able to pull out of our back pocket, uh, when the challenges arise, and, and, uh, I don't, I don't make any claim that, you know, everything's just gonna flow and be perfect and easy, and, and money's just gonna show up the way it always has, I don't know if that's going to be the case for me. It happens to be that uh, a few different interesting things have been going on. Like we have a, we have a, um, in our house, we have a, a dirat nofesh, a, uh, a, um, a vacation apartment that people come and they use whatever for a few days. And, uh, and there were two people that were supposed to come in from the States, one for a week, another one for another week over Pesach, I think. It was a lot of money. And uh, they canceled at the last second, no deposit, no nothing, you know, there's no whatever. We understand, but that's not so cool. Now, today, literally an hour ago, we got a phone call. There's a couple who's, you know, they push up the, the wedding and because everyone's do, moving up the weddings now. Instead of doing them in two weeks from now, they want to do it now because at least they could, you know, have 10 people at their wedding. And they wanted to know if they could rent our apartment. Uh, because the, the apartment that they were supposed to have is not going to be available until two weeks from now. So, so Kadosh Baruch is taking it away on one on one end, but he's he's giving it on another end. And and um, you know, I think that if we look for that, we're going to see that. Especially if we're working on the Bittachan, I think that we're going to see that um, to the extent that we have that sense of strong Bittachan, to the extent that we. You know, we've all, I think, I mean, I can, I, I can speak for myself. I've gotten, you know, we go in and out of Bitochen. Sometimes we have it, and sometimes we don't. Marashi speaks about that at length. Sometimes we feel it, and sometimes we don't. And, and we have a riffian, we have a, a weakening in our Bitochen. But uh, it's been my experience that when push comes to shove and we have a difficult situation, the bitachen, it's an opportunity to strengthen the Bitochen, and the Bitochen comes in even stronger. And uh, one of the things, so we have already talking about brachas with kavana. Another thing that I want to suggest, um, this past Sunday when we had the men's meeting of the Bitochen group, so we read this paragraph on page 86. I'm going to read it. The Gemara Tainus tells of a Roman officer who threatened two righteous brothers. They remained undisturbed by their impending doom and told him that if they were indeed deserving of death, God has many bears and lions in this world that can kill us if he wills it. God also has many viruses and bacteria at his disposal if he wishes to kill a person. He has many channels available to him, whether for life or death. Therefore, a person can have bitachin for something, even if the steps leading to his salvation need to have been set in motion already. The potential refuah is already there. It's just waiting for you to seize the bitachin in front of you. So there's a few things I want to bring out of the paragraph. First of all, it's like, that's the paragraph that we read when we're all thinking about Corona. 
You know, this this thing about Hashem has many viruses and bacteria at his disposal. The point is not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is out there to get us. The point is that that he's in charge. And he's in charge. And, and he wants us to, to connect to him and, and, and recognize that. And uh, the other point there is that everything everything is just waiting. Everything is just waiting for us, number one, to recognize. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent, sent the Men's Bidachim group that paragraph this past week. You guys, I heard, were sent the para, the, the section about about the uh, Esther Amalka and 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 the Megillah right before right before Purim. So it's like noticing Hakadosh Baruch Hu is constantly doing this for us. He is constantly sending us little messages that He's there, that He's taking care of us. And sometimes the messages are, "I'm here, and I love you, and I'm giving you this patch out of my love for you." That might be the message too. You know, I don't know. I'll tell you, I, I did Amosi Shabbos. I had, we had scheduled a concert a, uh, to fundraise for, for a particular organization here in Israel. And I was expecting 200 people to show up. And in the end, there was 25 people and people canceled the last second. Baruch Hashem, a lot of them gave the money to the organization anyway. But um, one of the things that I said to the group that was there, which was actually an older group, most of them, I think in their 60s and 70s, uh, one of the things I said to the group, we sang, I sang Tavla Haidis Lasham, and I asked them to to sing along and to think as they're saying the words Tavla Haidis Lasham. I said, think of one thing when you say thank you, Tavla Haidis Lasham. Say thank you for one amazing thing in your life, and at the same time, I also I also want you to say thank you Hashem for one terrible thing in your life. I want I want you to Dafka say thank you for something which you hate in your life. That's what I said, and uh, I said, don't worry, you don't have to share it afterwards. You can you can you can think it. It's all it's all in your, you know, in your hearts. But a woman came over to me afterwards, and she was very emotional, and she said to me that um, she had been she had been in a major. Uh, bus accident I think she got, I don't know if she got hit by a bus I don't know exactly what the story was She's, she indicated that it was something that had been in the news uh, in Yerushalayim and uh, it had been four years ago and 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 it's I, I'm paraphrasing what she said but she was able that night she was able to say thank you Hashem that she's alive it sounded like she, until that moment and she she got emotional she, she was able to cry about the situation for the first time um, since the accident had happened. So there's something... So so point number one, brachas with kavona. Point number two, um, recognizing Hashem is the one doing everything and, and, and noticing that Hashem, number one, is doing things for our good and also noticing and thanking Hashem for stuff that's challenging. Thanking HaKadosh Baruch that we're... We're all in this boat together also. That's an important thing to, to see and to know. We're all working on talking together, and we're all in this. This is a worldwide challenge. That's an amazing thing. Someone said to me today, my brother-in-law, Gavi Wiener, he said to me, uh, uh, never in history, perhaps, has there been a moment where everyone is, everyone's minds are focused on one thing. Everyone is thinking oh, about one thing, Corona. Everyone. We're all, there's like a sense of unity throughout the world. Even, he said, even the terrorists of ISIS are telling their people, don't go to Europe because it's dangerous there because of Corona. Even the terrorists 
are are worried about Corona. So everyone, and and he was saying it's a it's a you know hachana for the moment when Malar it's the when everyone's going to be focused on serving a Kodesh Baruch Hu. But you see that such a thing is possible that everyone can be focused. So maybe call that point number three. We're we're all in this together, and we're all we all have an opportunity to work on this together, to work on the bitachon together. And uh, perhaps the last point, perhaps the last point is that uh, this is kind of a little bit was wrapped up in what my Rosh Hashiva said. But you know, during uh, during the elections here. Netanyahu said uh, one of the things that he said, you know, in in why we should vote for him, was he's the one who protected Am Yisrael. I'm the one who protected Am Yisrael. That's what he said. And I, and I heard on the radio today like a similar kind of sentiment. Uh, it was like somebody from talking from Bituach Lumi, which is the you know the the public medicine here, and he was saying, "Don't worry, uh, everything is under control." Uh, there's going to be money for you, for your children, for your ga- grandchildren. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. I first of all, I can't believe someone should have such a chutzpah to say such a thing. But but there's a kaichi v'yatzimiyadi. There's a tremendous kaichi v'yatzimiyadi. I'm the one who saved Am Yisrael, says our our Balgaiva of a of a uh, prime minister. And Am Bituach Lumi says, we're the ones who are going to give money to you, your children, your grandchildren, and we'll save you in your old age. We'll still have the money. And and part of what I've been working on here in, in, in this Bituachan group and and uh, my, my personal journey, I don't remember if I've mentioned, I, I don't remember how much I've said, I don't remember who I've, I've said a lot to a lot of different people, but... You know, this journey started for me. This intense, the intensity of this journey started for me because I put out an album, um, which probably was the album that was heard the most of any album that I've ever done. And um, but the the album lost a lot of money. I spent a lot of money on it, and I lost a lot of. I lost. I still. I shouldn't say I lost the money. I mean, Mr. Shem will be paid off. But but Lamaisa, I'm still sitting with a very big debt, and uh, paying it off very slowly. But. And I had done everything that I could. I had put in every normal hishtadlus, maybe maybe too much hishtadlus. And I came out of it like really um, burnt, burned, really burned. And and it was like, and I kept seeing all around me, like in all of our from media, like too much focus on how I can how I can s- succeed. And what did this person do to succeed? And this business, how did they succeed? Succeed? What hishtadlus did they do? We have to put it in our maximum hishtadlus. That's what I've heard over and over again. And it, it's like that's not really true. That is not really what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants from me. That is not what the Chavis Halavavis says. Even though he does say we need to do hishtadlus, he says hishtadlus is just a a uh, nisayan for us. So we don't we we don't confuse things. We're not supposed to get confused and think that our hishtadlus is what's doing it. So I personally had that, and I feel like Bichlal, for sure in the world around us, in the secular world, but even within our own firm world, there's this issue going on. And Kodesh uh, is saying, hey, it's not you. Don't you think, don't, don't think for a moment that it's you. And I can show you how easily and how quickly um, every, all of the dominoes can fall. And it's not, I don't, I don't see it as a punishment. I see it as a wake-up. And uh, I'm I'm excited personally that I've had an opportunity to work on this, 
Uh, and uh, I'm, I feel like I'm coming in with the tools. Uh, Lamaisa, I, I work with Hishtadlis, you know, I work with Bitochem with Hishtadlis, and uh, there's a certain certain amount of Hishtadlis that I do do personally, and and it seems Kodesh Baruch sends a lot through, through my Hishtadlis. And, uh, you know, looking at the Great Abyss, who knows what will be? It could be everything will be fine in two months. Uh, you know, it could be this is just a, a shake-up. But it could also be not. Who knows? Who knows what's going to be? We don't know what's going to be. But uh, certainly, to continue to work on this bitachon and 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 recognize that Akadosh Baruch wants us to to connect to Him. There's a pasuk. It says, I can't quote the pasuk exactly, but the pasuk it says by Mashiach, when Mashiach comes, that uh, that the sun and the moon and the stars will all be extinguished. And uh, the sun will no longer be that which provides light to the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be the one. The, the light will come directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And uh, the idea is that all the things that seem to give us life, the sun, the moon, the stars, the malachim, the, the messengers, the boss, the husbands, the this, the that, the wife's business, all of these things, ultimately, they they vanish. They vanish. You know, I don't know if we're holding by, by Mashiach. I'd like to think we are. I don't know if we are. But certainly what's supposed to happen when Mashiach comes is that all of the idolatry, all of the avodizaras, all of the gold and the silver idols that we all have, you know they fall away, and and bitachon is really about connecting Takudish Baruch directly, and uh, this is a great opportunity. So I invite you all to take the opportunity, and uh, that's what I have to say.